Hallelujah. What a blessing it is to be here this beautiful morning. And um, I'm sure everybody's ready. It is now time to call. Um, call that friend. Call that family member. Um, make sure that everybody is connected because something, something amazing is coming your way today. Hallelujah. Something wonderful is coming your yes. way today. Well, I'm happy. I'm happy to give you a surprise today. Um, I know you are going to be blessed today tremendously. And um, I know you, uh, you, you are not expecting what is coming today, but mm. God has remembered us. Yes. And has, has brought us a gift. Hallelujah. A gift of the word. Mm. The word that is coming today will turn you inside out. Hallelujah. Listen, fire is coming. Mm. Are you ready for fire? Yes. Are you ready for transformation? Yes. Anything that needs to be bent will be bent. Yes. Anything that needs to be cleared out will be cleared out. Yes. Something beautiful is going to happen to you. And I'm very excited today to let you know that we have no other mm. that, than our own, the bishop. Mm. E. A. T. Saki, why don't you clap in your house? Let's welcome Bishop E.A.T. Saki. Wow. wow, what a shock. You're welcome, Bishop. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Well, Bishop Ennis says it's a, it's a surprise to me myself. <laughs> Bishop Ennis has surprised all of you, including myself. What a shock. But I'm really, really honored and blessed to come along with you again this morning and um, to check on all of us and to see how we are doing. And um, God has been gracious and God has been kind to us. I thought you would shout amen. Amen. And God has been amazing, amazing. Where God is taking this church is to another level. I thought you would say amen again. Amen. And I'm grateful to God for the life of Bishop Ernest. Such an amazing gift. I'm shocked when, you know, God has a way of work. God has a very good sense of humor. When Bishop Ennis says that he entered the church in 1993, January, and I was preaching, I mean, and then he gave his life to Christ and all that and so on. It's all God, part of God's orchestration. Hallelujah. Because it's Bishop who preaches. And those days, we had only uh, one church, main church in Accra, when Bishop preaches all the time. Perhaps Bishop was out of town or he has asked me to preach. And then I preached, and then I didn't know that he is the one who is telling me. But I see a certain grace of, on his life that is so amazing and so wonderful. So I am overjoyed to see where God has brought him and where God has put him and placed him. And I believe that the vision that God has given us here in the Greater Love Cathedral of 10,000, we are going to see it practically in our lives. Amen. Clap your hands in your house and shout your loudest, Amen. Amen. It's going to happen practically. Amen. Practically. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But that is how the church of God is. I mean, uh, the church of God, you know, as God led the people of Israel out of Egypt, we're going to talk about that very shortly, and all that. Moses led them, and at a point, Moses handed over to Joshua, and Joshua led them to the promised land. The vision was for them to leave Egypt to the promised land. At the end of the day, it was Joshua who led them to the promised land. So I believe that God has a way of working our things. Amen? Amen. And um, I was sent here by 
by a prophet six years ago or so. And it's been amazing. God has blessed us and God has helped us because of the anointing of the Father. The reason why I'm so sure about what God is doing is because, number one, Bishop Ernest knows God personally. And this is the work of God. So you cannot do the work without knowing God personally. That's a certain personal religion with God. That makes, that, 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 that makes the work easy. So I see that not that makes the work easy on his life. And it's going to affect all of us. Somebody shout amen. amen. Number two, another reason why I'm so sure that God is going to lead uh, this ministry further and forward is because of the training and the father that brought him up. The anointing of our prophet on Bishop Ernest's life is uh, it's, it's tremendous. Ernest is a son of the house, brought up in the house, trained by the prophet, read the books, waits on the Lord, listen to them, soak in the anointing. The same grace that is on our father is on his life. Amen. Shout amen. amen. So I have no doubt that this is God at work. Hallelujah. Say amen. amen. I'm so excited about all this and i know that god himself will do a mighty work mm. through him and then in, uh, through all of us who are supporting the work and the reason why i'm so sure that work is going to go further and bigger and broader because of you your involvement and your participation hallelujah Shout your loudest amen. amen all the pastors and the center leaders and all of you who are holding the hands the bible says that the reason why the people of israel had victory is because moses had people to hold his hand up and I believe that as pastors and as leaders and as people working in the, in the greater cathedral, we are holding our bishop's hands up. Amen. Can I have your loudest amen again? Amen. And as we hold the hand, because every man of God gets tired. Mm. Bible says every time Moses got exhausted and his hands were coming down, then you see that they had to um, build, I mean, the people started losing the battle. So they had to lift his hand up so that they can have victory. So I believe that God has called all of us into this ministry to hold the one that God has brought us here. Hold his hand up so we can have mighty victories. So you are very, very important. Look at your neighbor and say you are very important in God's scheme of things. I'm very important in God's scheme of things. Hallelujah. So I am truly blessed and excited. And last, um, I'm I'm also excited because I believe that, you know, it's a blessing to be sent. I thought you would shout amen. amen. You know, Jesus told Peter that when you're young, you could go where you want to go. But as you grow, you would stretch your hand and another will lead you. You know, we often think that when you are young, it's easier to be moved around and to be led. But rather, Jesus was saying that when you are young, you can't do anything you want to do. But when you rather mature, the more mature you are, the easier it is to be led. So I am so grateful to God. That Bishop is leading us on and leading us on. And I believe that as Bishop is leading us and I'm moving on to do other things. We are going to also, you are going to be praying for us. We are going to have greater victories. Somebody shout greater victories. Greater victories. We are taking 190 nations by storm. Amen. Amen. We are going to go to impossible places by the grace of God. Amen. And by the anointing of the house. Yes. And we are going to see God's hand like never before. Amen. I want you to return the Bible with me to Isaiah chapter 49. Mm. And th- those who joined the flow services, um, the prophet shared, led us to pray on Isaiah 49. I, I don't think many of you joined, but the, so who, those who joined, it's was such a great blessing. I feel like emphasizing this important revelation to us again. Mm. So Isaiah 49, Bible says, listen, O Isles. 
unto me. And hearken ye, people, from far. The Lord had called me from the womb. From the bowels of my mother hath he made mention of my name. Verse number two. It goes on to say, And he had made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand hath he hid me. And made me a polished shaft. In his quiver hath he hid me. And verse 3. And said unto me, Thou art my servant, O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Amen. I think we can end there for, for now and see a few things in Isaiah chapter 49. So verses 1 to 3. Now, this is the prophet Isaiah speaking and talking to the people. So listen to me, all ye lands, all ye um, isles, and hearken, ye, hearken unto me, ye people. And he begins to talk about God's calling. Somebody say, God's calling. I didn't hear you shout, God's calling. Are you shouting in your house? I need, you see, Isaiah was saying to the people that, look, God has called me. I want you to know, you know, Isaiah said that God called me from my mother's womb. <laughs> what a blessing. You know, sometimes when you look at yourself, you, you can easily think that you are a mistake. Yes. You know, because many of us are products of entertainment. Mm. You know, <laughs> so maybe, maybe a parent didn't plan to have you. One Saturday night, we're having some happy, happy time and all that. Maybe coronavirus or another virus was the not coronavirus. Other things were moving there and then they have been locked down. And one of the seasons, one Saturday night during the entertainment period, after a while, after a few days, your mother told your father that I've missed it. And your father said, what have you missed? <laughs> what a shock. <laughs> you know, so, and, 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 and maybe your father even got angry. When your mother told him that he was, she was pregnant. But somehow, you know, maybe your father, sometimes if you, if you actually when you look at certain people, sometimes you can see the first and second born, they are very close. The years are very close. You can see that there, there, was no, there was no plan. I know a couple that fortunate, all of them is nine months, nine months, nine months. I mean, just a few weeks after, maybe 10 months. It's like during the breastfeeding time, some play and some game, no, one has arrived. Because there's closeness. So it may be that it was it wasn't a planned pregnancy. Mm. I'm not talking to anybody here. Sometimes you can also see that sometimes between the first one and the second one about all the the, the the maybe the the, uh, the one the last child and the previous one, maybe five years or six years, they thought that they have closed the chapter and then you arrived. <laughs> you see, so you, you may look like an accident. But you're not an accident in the eyes of God. Amen. Come on, shout amen. Amen. There's no, you see, in the eyes of man, you're not planned to be here. But God has a master plan for your life. Lift your hand and say, I'm not an accident. I'm not an Come accident. on, say, I'm not an accident. I am not an accident. That is why Isaiah is saying that God called me from my mother's womb. You know, as much as people didn't expect you, God had a plan for you. Hallelujah. Before you were born, God had a plan for your Hallelujah. life. What you are certain is a part of God's plan. Amen. All the challenges of life you've been through is part of God's plan for your life. Amen. What a word. What a preacher. Am I talking to anybody here? Yes. I'm telling you this morning, as I was saying that, look, God called me. You know, as I was preaching on the streets of Israel, the one who is this prophet, what is he up to? He said, God called me from my mother's womb. Hallelujah. 
You know, many of you hearing me, God has called you. Mm. I pray that you will hear the call. Amen. There's a reason why you didn't die when you were four years old. Mm. If you, your mother will tell you, some of you are very sick when you were a child. Mm. Some of you had accidents. So many things happened, but some of you are alive. There's a reason why you are alive. Hallelujah. It is not just accident, accident. It's God's plan for your mm. life. Isaiah said, God called me from my mother's womb. Mm. If God had a blessing of a plan for you, you will not be alive today. Yes. But the father you are alive, may you hear the call of God. Amen. And may you obey the call of God. Amen. And may God use you for his glory and for his honor. Yes, Lord. What a word. What a preacher. Are you still there? Yes. So that's the first thing we see in Isaiah chapter 49. God had called me from the womb. Many children are aborted. Mm. Yeah, I know some of you, mother stretch abort you, but it didn't work. Mm. What a shock. What a shock. I know a preacher, whether, whether, whether in the spirit or in the flesh, <laughs> I know not. His mother told, told him that when she was pregnant, they wanted to abort the child. Mm. So they went to see a pharmacist who gave her the mother medicine to take. Mm. And after four weeks, the baby wasn't coming out. Five weeks wasn't coming out. And the mother told this child later on that, uh, whether, whether by flesh or spirit, I don't know. <laughs> now, they, told, 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 told the, the son that later on, she went to see a more qualified pharmacist. And the pharmacist said, hey, madam, this medicine that you're taking to abort the baby, rather, it is the other way around. He said, when you take the medicine, it makes the baby's bone strong. Yes. What a shock. What a shock. It made the baby grow well. So when, as much as the mother thought that she was rather aborting the child, God was rather preserving the child. Wow. Say, I am not an accident. I'm not an accident. That's why that preacher shout the way he shout and jump the way he jumps. Hey. Because by the time he was born, God has already strengthened him. Hallelujah. I see the grace of God on your life amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Did you shout amen? Amen. Say, I am not an accident. I'm not an accident. Say, I'm not an accident. I'm not an accident. Can I preach it to anybody here? Yes. God has called you from your mother's womb. I, I bound, I bound. Called you from your before they do your naming ceremony. Yes. God, this has already decided Hallelujah. what you will be. Hallelujah. May you serve God the rest of your amen. life. May you love God the rest of your yes. life. Shout amen. Amen. Can I preach it to anybody I'm here? Preaching so good. Oh, yes. When Bishop Ernest walked into the church in 1993, God already called him before he walked to the church. Ah, God had a plan for him. Ah, God knew that he was going to become a bishop. Mm. He was going to be anointed. Mm. He was going to stand in the cathedral. He was going to preach to thousands and thousands of people. Mm. And God has bigger and mightier plan. Hallelujah. May God open your eyes to see the future. Amen. And see where God is taking you. Yes. What a word. What a preacher. What a word. What a preacher. Are you still there? Yes. Number two. Look at the next verse. Preacher it says that, and hath God has come from, uh, from mother's womb, from the bowels of my mother, hath he made mention of my name? Wow. Hmm. My son has had a baby, and up to now, it's almost uh, two months. I don't know the name of the baby. <laughs> they haven't done the naming ceremony yet but God knows it by the time Isaiah was born God has mentioned his name <laughs> what a shock I don't know why, why we do that in Africa we hide the name of the baby under a, in a box waiting to release it abroad when you, the day you are born they know your name already but here it is the secret of the, of the, of the, of the, of the parents what a shock hey Jude hurry up and name your child okay <laughs> Verse number two. It says, And he had made my mouth like a sharp sword. Mm. Made my mouth like a sharp sword. Mm. Now, when God calls you, 
God also prepares you. Hallelujah. Shout amen. Amen. He has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand as he hit me. So I want you to know that God God doesn't just call you, but he prepares you. Hallelujah. So God placed the word in Isaiah's mouth. Made his mouth like a sharp sword. So when God calls you, he takes you to a period of preparation. Somebody say preparation. Preparation. I didn't hear what you said. I didn't hear you say preparation. Preparation. So when God calls you, God brings people into your life for a reason. God makes you meet people. Who will help you to sharpen you Hallelujah. and make you focus and make you stay in the area where God wants you to stay? Mm. God brings books like this into your life. Mm. All these books are part of your preparation. Hallelujah. Because no matter your calling, without preparation, mm. you will fail. Mm. Can I preach to somebody here? Preach. No matter how intelligent you are, mm. if you don't study, don't build yourself up, mm. you don't allow yourself to be trained and prepared, you will not make it. Mm. We need to be prepared. Mm. You need to be prepared. Mm. If you're hearing me this Sunday morning, sitting right in that, in that house, watching with all your friends, the message you're hearing is God's preparation for your life. Hallelujah. It's part of God's preparation for your life. Yeah. Every time I take a message that my bishop has preached and I listen to, I know that it's not that I'm going to preach the message, but God's preparing me for something far, far, far bigger than you can imagine. I'm preaching. Preach, Bishop. I said I'm preaching. Preach. Sometimes I'm soaking in messages. And it doesn't have anything related to what I'm going to preach, but it's part of it for a future something that is Hallelujah. going to happen. I pray that you submit yourself to training and preparation. Amen. Many people are not humble enough. Sometimes yeah. some of you need to go to Bible school. Mm. Some of you hearing me, you need to come and say, Bishop Ennis, I want to go to Anakazo. I'm I, I finished SS. I, I believe that I need to be trained. You feel the call of God, but you need to submit yourself for training. Hallelujah. For preparation. Yes. So that your mouth can be sharp. A sharp sword. Yes. Say a sharp sword. Sharp sword. When you preach, it hits the target. When you minister, it hits the target. Yes. Because you have been prepared. Hallelujah. Come on, sharp preparation again. Preparation. May God prepare you. Yes. May God prepare you. Amen. Sometimes we wake up, you know, as we in this coronavirus season, we wake up 3 30 a.m. We are praying up to 10 30, 11 o'clock. It's all part of your preparation. Hallelujah. You're investing into your future. Yes. Anytime you wake up in the night, you're praying. Anytime you take a book and you're reading. Anytime you listen to a message, it's part of your preparation. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, without preparation, you don't amount to much. Mm. What a word I'm preaching. What a preacher. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. If you can hear me, wave, wave at me at the home and, at home and say amen. I can see you right at Kaswa. I can see you at Christmas. I can see you at uh, Far Far. I can see you at, uh, down there. But you know, as you listen to me, may God prepare you. Yes. May God prepare you. Amen. May you submit yourself for preparation. Mm. Sometimes you become a, a or be a starter by center or starter. Say all of it's your preparation. Hallelujah. Am I talking to anybody here? Yes. In your preparation, you make mistakes. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to dare to start something because you are being prepared for something bigger and greater. Mm. I'm preaching. Started a church, one of our branches in uh, Agege, and then he came to uh, Mandela, and he, all of it was God preparation. Mm. I mean, at that time, there was nothing like where we are standing today. Mm. There was no cathedral, like this cathedral, but oh, God knew in time from, from time, God knew in the, in, the, in, in, in the God was looking at it. God said, One day, I'm going to bring him to a certain place. I'm going to bring him to a certain place. Yes. Nobody ever had a dream. 
that this will go, but somehow God was taken from one place to the other. It's part of the preparation. Hallelujah. May you be prepared for what God has for you. Amen. That is why I'm confident that when it's time to minister, great grace will follow because you have been prepared for the office that God has called in. Hallelujah. Me. May you receive the seed that is coming to your life. Amen. Shout amen. Amen. Number three. Let's keep going. See verse two. But say verse two, Isaiah chapter 49, verse 2, quickly. And he had made my mother the shadow. That is preparation. Number, number two. He says that, number three, in the shadow, verse two, in the shadow of his hand has he hid me. This is called hiding. God's hiding. He had made my mother like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand has he hid me. So you see, God calls you, God prepares you. And God hides you. Hallelujah. What a word. You know, sometimes God knows that you are not ready for something. So if you're exposed to it, it will kill you. So God will say, let me hide my son. Let me hide my daughter. Listen, when Jesus was born and then uh, Herod was chasing after him, go to the angel came and told Joseph that take him. Go and hide the child in Egypt. But as a baby, he was a son of God. I mean, just like I said, look, that's how who can kill the son of God. But God knew that Jesus was not yet ready. So go and hide him after two years when hell was gone and then Jesus came back. God has a way of hiding you because when you are tender, when you are so tender, you become vulnerable and the enemy can destroy you. So God will hide you at a place for your own life's sake. Hallelujah. Can I preach to anybody here? Some, you see, one day a brother came to me and said that he was, he was, he was quite young. They said he was applying to go to America. He was with the visa twice. But very I said, listen, maybe, maybe, maybe you are not ready for that thing. Mm. You know, there's some promotion and blessing. You're not ready yet. Mm. But when the time comes, the yes. door will open. <laughs> Can I talk to anybody here? Prince. Don't be, don't cry because that door didn't open. I told him, don't cry because he didn't get it. Today, as I'm speaking, he goes to America like drinking water. <laughs> in and out. In a, but that time, I, I told him, don't cry. I, I prayed that you didn't get it. Don't cry. Because perhaps if you got the visa at this time, you would have a sleeping. Yes. I can remember a certain brother who won the U.S. lottery and all that. He wanted to go to America so badly. And we, he was a very active person in the church. But we, I mean, he was perhaps not ready for it. He went there. Today, as I'm talking, he doesn't go to church again. He became gay. He had pushed God out of his life because of that promotion. You can't call it promotion. That so-called promotion. Mm. Sometimes, sometimes we run ahead of God. Mm. Preaching. May God hide you. Amen. I say, may God hide you. Amen. I remember when I was in secondary school, and when I was in primary school, and I did my common entrance, and I wanted to go to a fancy school, and I was in Western Region, Second D. I went to school in Second D, uh, Old Hospital, Breakthrough School, and I did well. I, I, I topped Western, the whole of Western Region. I'm not so bad as you think, <laughs> in case you don't know. In common entrance, I had three, one, three, or seven, very high mask in those days. And I, I, and I, was, I was the best in the Western region. And of course, with my, with my score, I should get a uh, hands down. So I was waiting for, for uh, my letter to come and all that. And there was no letter coming. And I realized that schools were opening poor, who had uh, 242, 254. They all got in their whatever admission. They would go to school. And I had 313, and then my letter hadn't come. So my mother went to check up and they said, well, you should have come earlier. We didn't see your child's phone. So unfortunately, the, the thing is closed. 
And then there's the, the stuff they can't see. When mother came to tell me, I cried so much because I did so well and I was supposed to be there. But somehow, my mother said, okay, it's too late now, but let's find it out. They found a school for me in secondary, secondary college. But that is why I made Jesus. Ah. Perhaps if I go to another school, I may not have made Jesus at the time I made Jesus. Mm. Let me tell you something. God has a plan for your life. Hallelujah. What didn't work out? God is actually orchestrating Shaka something. Dola. Something great and better. God was hiding me, perhaps, mm. from certain exposure that would have destroyed my life. Hallelujah. May God hide you Amen. in the shadow of his hand. Amen. I say, may God hide you in the shadow of his hand. Amen. Am I preaching to anybody here? Yes. Sometimes you know, when you prosper too early, you destroy your life. I was listening to, I was reading something from CNN last week, and I discovered, I was shocked to discover that, in fact, I mean, CNN is, is there are a lot of, a, a lot of um, godless people on CNN. They don't, many of them don't believe in God, some of these, these especially CNN. That's why they hate Trump so much. <clears throat> what a shock. Anyway, that just by the way. But I was, listening, I was reading a commentary there, and then they did, a, they did a little documentary or commentary about God and prosperity. Just last week. And then what they found out was that in many, they, they said that riches and prosperity, it had variance with God. What it means was that the richer you are, the less is it for you to believe in God? You are not going to believe in God. Many rich people don't believe in God. And they looked at nations. They said that Sweden, only 9% of the people believe in God because they're a very prosperous country. They said that in Germany, 22%. In England, 22%. In, in uh, you know, Germany, 18 In England, 22%. And all that. And then they said that when it comes to Africa, in Kenya, 96% of people believe in God. <laughs> and so when you, ask, when you ask those who are prosperous and wealthy in, in, in Kenya, 96% believe in God. And not just Christianity, I'm talking about just believing in God. They say that the, the, most, the most religious country in the world is Indonesia. Indonesia is a Muslim country, but they believe in God. And they said that the prosperous people in, in Indonesia believe that God made them prosper. 97% believe in God. I'm telling you. They said that Kenya and then Ghana, also 95%. Very high. <laughs> you know, on, on my uh, secondary school uh, platform group, you know, one of our colleagues, I don't know what happened, he was saying that, look, I'm an atheist and all that. Our people took him on. He had to leave the platform. <laughs> and then the people, then they said, beg, oh, come back, come back. And somebody called me in the side. He said, yeah, Tisaki. I feel we jumpa. I said, don't talk like that. So I got the new pass in. Don't believe in God. What about them? What about them? Are you a boy? No, so no, no. Talk like that. You cannot talk like that. We believe in God. We believe in Almighty God. We believe in. We believe in Jesus Christ. We believe in Him. No prosperity will never make make, make us not believe in God. But since CNN what they're bringing up in this, and they said that one thing that they said was that America is a, is an anomaly. Because America, although they are prosperous people, more than 50% of them believe in God. Mm. Believe in God's influence mm. in their lives. Mm. That is why America, of all the prosperous nations in the world, America is different. Mm. That's seen in the CNN reports. Mm. America is different because, in spite of their prosperity, they believe in God. Hallelujah. May God never regret blessing and promoting you Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Some of you get a job in the bank, and because of the job, you can't go to church on Sunday. That's why you failed that interview because if you got that job, you leave God out. You are not ready for that promotion. 
May God show you mercy. Amen. I said, may God show you mercy. Amen. May God hide you. God hid me in secondary college. Yes. That's why mercy in a Castro. That's why in a Castro led me to Christ. That is why I built my foundations for God. That's why I missed the people in my life. God was hiding me from a certain exposure that can destroy me. What a word I'm preaching. Preacher. Are you still here? Yes. I said, are you still here? Yes. Some of the little things, experience you have, you go to Sunday school and go to this place and all that. And some things don't go out. And God is hiding you. May God hide you from the arrows of the enemy. Amen. May God hide you from destruction and from disaster. Amen. Shout amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes. That relationship, that relationship that didn't work, God was hiding you. Amen. Because amen. God knows if that relationship work, by now you will not serve God. Very true. So God said, I will not let it work because I have something better for you. <laughs> Lift your hand and say, I receive it. I receive it. Am I preaching? Yes. What a word I'm preaching. What a preacher. Number three. Number three. You know, Bible says that and he had a sharp sword. That is, the first one is God's call. The second is God's uh, preparation. The third is God's hiding. Silver, verse two. Then it goes on and say, and he had made me a polished shaft. Amen. Are you there? Yes. So the third way is God's polishing. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> what a, what <way>. a blessing. <laughs> God calls you. God prepares you. God hides you. And God, God polishes, God polishes you. you. May God polish you. Amen. I say, may God polish you. Amen. Are you still there? Yes. I'm telling you, polishing, you know, it's something that's polished shaft. A shaft is what the, what the hunters use to make the arrow. A shot is just a piece of stick, wood, that has been straightened out. There's no piece or a branch of it that is so straight. When you pick up the branch, there will be nuts on them. There will be some of them are crooked. Then, then, then this man has to take a sharp knife and begin to cut it. Begin to cut part of it and straighten it. I'm telling you that if that piece of stick has a voice, every cut, you say, Ajay, 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 but it's part of God's polishing. Because the way it is crooked, if you put the arrow, if you put the metal at the tip and shoot it, it will never hit its targets. The way your life is, you can never hit your target. So God has to polish you. God has to allow certain things in your life. God has to allow certain problems. So it should straighten you out and prepare you to hit your target. I see you hitting your target in the name of Jesus. Amen. Shout amen. Amen. Why didn't Bishop Enes come here five years ago? Why didn't he come here two years ago? Why now? Because God was polishing him for a great work so that he can hit the target and do what God wants him to do. Clap your hands for the Lord, somebody. May God God. polish you. Amen. I say, may God polish you. Amen. Polishing is not easy. Mm. Because when you go and see where the those who carve the carvers are, they take a piece of wood and they're carving something out of it. It's painful. You can see them hitting. They use the chisel. They were chiseling the the the, the wood. They'll be doing that. I tell you, can you imagine if the wood has a voice? And Ajay, everyone, Ajay, ow, 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 Ajay, and all that. It's just painful. You know, when the hunter has chiseled that wood with all the crooked parts of it, it's as if it's not enough. How does the wood become straight? The hand, sometimes the wood is too stiff. So the hunters will put it in oil, will soak the wood in oil for days. Now the oil makes the wood soft. Am I preaching to anybody here? Yes. It makes the wood soft. 
so that when it's taken out after about a week, then they can bend it and straighten it because the wood is like this. So if your life is like this, so God has to soak you in oil, put you in a place for a long time, and then when you become soft, then you're ready for the anointing. They're ready for the ministry. Shout amen. Amen. Are you there? Yes. Sometimes what they do is that the piece of stick, they'll put it between two metals because the stick is like this. But it has to be straight. So they'll take two heavy metals and put one down and put the, um, the, the piece of stick on it and put the bigger one, bigger metal on it. For days. Somebody say days. days. Can you imagine the load on you? Why? Because you are too this way. But you have to be straight. I see God straightening out your life. Amen. I say, I see God straightening out your life. Amen. Some of the difficulties you have, some of the challenges you have, some of the pride you have, God has to work on you. Mm. What a word. What a preacher. Are you being blessed this morning? May God polish you. Amen. I say, it's part of God polishing. Us. It's part of Isaiah said that God didn't call me, He prepared me, He hid me, and then He also polished me. I went through painful experience. What painful experience have you been through? What have you survived? What is it that you, when you talk about, you cry sometimes? What experience have you had that you can't understand? Can you see Joseph? How he was glorying and dancing in the coat of many colors. But before you realize the stripping of that coat of many colors, the thing that was making him prideful and arrogant, they took it away from him. That mighty dreamer. Now before he realized he was in the pit. Before he was, he's, he's now a houseboy. He's now, he's, now, he's now in prison. What is God doing? It's all part of God polishing. Where God was taking Joseph was so high that if God had, doesn't work in him, when he takes him there, he becomes so proud, he becomes so arrogant, he cannot handle the promotion and the blessing. So he has to go down, down, down. So when God lifts him up, he'll be humble and know that it's only God. God strip him of his father. He didn't have his father anymore. The thing that he wants to lean on, God took him and we took the father away from him. Because he thought that through his father he was going to become great. But God said, no, through me, you are going to become great. What a word. I see greatness all over you. I see greatness all over you. In the meantime, allow God to polish you. In the meantime, allow the difficult, the challenge. Some of you, your marriage is God's polishing for you. The way your wife can dress you up. When you come out, you feel like a great man. But God, somebody said that God gives us the wife we need, not the wife we want. What a shock. shock. So if your marriage is part of God polishing, God is making you humble. When you come to church, too known, bachi bachi. When you go home, your wife will make you smoke. Yes, madam. Yes, my landlady. It's all part of God polishing. It makes you humble and cool. Hey, Hey, God, have your way in my life. So sometimes when God uses a man of God, when he says, oh, you're a great man of God, he says, I don't feel any greatness. Because the thing I've been through, the things I've been through, all my pain, all my tears, all my things. Lord, I offer it up to you. I offer it up to you. May God polish you. Amen. Don't run away from polishing. Hallelujah. Don't run away from the thing that is important yes. for you. Because God has a plan. Hallelujah. I say God has a plan. God has a plan. Am I preaching? Yes. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to end in a short while. Oh, but I'm preaching. saying that polishing is important. I said polishing is what? It's important. Joseph became nothing. Sometimes you go to a place where you become nothing. You look at yourself and say, that, look, what will bring me to this level? What will make me be here? 
somebody who is nobody will talk to you anyhow. And he said, in my days, you can't stand in front and talk like this. But what are your days anyway? God is making you cool. You now you become cool. Say, hey, is it me? Yes, it's you. <laughs> Tell you, the man is preaching to you. Tell the man is preaching to you. The man is preaching you to are you. the one. Sometimes you ask yourself, I mean, one pastor told me, one pastor was dressed up by a church member. Who are you to ask me such questions? Dressed him up properly. And the pastor became quiet like, <laughs> like, like a church mouse. And the small girl dressed him up properly. What do you mean? Don't come here and ask me such questions anymore. Who do you say? When the pastor told me, the pastor has become cool. It's part of polishing. And it's part of what? Polishing. Polishing. Some of the embarrassing experiences you have. God is polishing you. Hallelujah. I remember when I was preaching in Panama and I fell off the stage. A stage six feet tall. And I was preaching. They were all watching. And I was preaching like a great man. And I could see that the guys were, were, were amazed at such an anointing. I told myself, I'm so anointed. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've not heard a preacher like this one. I'll jump in on the stage. Before hey. I realized, I tripped over the monitor and fell down from the stage right to the ground. And then the place was quiet. <laughs> quiet. And two or three ushers came to me and they said, and they, 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 one of them spoke English. So he said, that, Please, are you okay? I said, I'm okay, I'm okay. So he got about my hair. My hair, I tell you, it was not easy for me. Hey! It was not easy. Then when, they, when I got this, I got to the stage. I said, "The devil is a liar." I said, "Hey, it's my pride that has taken me down there." I tell you, I became cool. I said, I, 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 "The pain was not easy, and the place was quiet." I finished preaching, and I went to sit in the car from the crusade ground to the hotel. Nobody said one word. My host, the driver, nobody said. We were all quiet in the car. When we got there, they said, goodbye, Bishop. Goodbye, Reverend. I said, goodbye, goodbye. When I went, I said, oh, go with you. <laughs> what a shock. But you see, it was my pride that brought me down. It was part of God polishing. The following day, when I went to the crusade, I was cool. I said, all oh, glory belongs to God. I see the grace of I beca- realized that, hey, God, they ask you of this grace. If you think you are proud, bring yourself. He will make you small. You now you will know that you are nobody. Am I preaching to anybody yes. here? Yes. May God polish you. Amen. I say, may God polish you. Amen. It's for your own sake. Because you have to hit the target. Mm. You have to hit the target. Hallelujah. But if the stick is crooked, the metal thing will never hit the target. Mm. So the hunter now takes his time and works on it. Am I preaching? You're preaching. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes. Some of the experiences you have, sometimes some of the difficult things are even difficult to share. It's part of God's polishing. Mm. I'm telling you, God, God is... Taking away something that is valuable to you. So that you look up to God. God took away Joseph's father. Took him away. So Joseph will not have only God. Because some of you lean on other people. My Jesus. What a word. What a word. What a preacher. My bishop will tell you. That when he started the church, you know, sometimes out of humility, when he talk, he said that we started the church. We didn't know we. He started the church, mm. and we came and uh, supported. <laughs> but he started the ministry. It's not me, him, Bishop. I, no, no, no. He started the ministry, and then we came along, and then support. That's the blessing of God. Mm. We're privileged to be chosen. But you see, he often will tell them when he started the ministry here. Many pastors in Accra despised him. He tried to invite others. He said, oh, we will not come. One pastor said that, I will not come and sow among thorns. Somebody that was, we thought was our friend. 
We st- he started a church and he, he wanted him to come and bless us. I said, I will not so among thorns. Pastors told him, you are still a concentrate on your books and stop doing this ministry. Pastors despised him. Look down on him. But all of it was God's polishing. God was polishing him. Look at the ministry that God has blessed him with now. Look at the grace of God on his life now. Look at the anointing. Look at the expansion of ministry. Oh, how he was looking for loan. We went from bank to bank, begging them to give us money so we can buy property. No bank gave us no we went to see a, a rich man in Accra who we talked to about, a, you know, about our problem. We have a property we want to buy. It costs so much. Can give us a loan. And then the man, you know, sometimes when somebody won't help you, when you start talking, the person will tell you, look, look, I can't help you. He made us say all our story. Then after I said, I'm sorry. So you, you know you will say you are sorry. You have said it early. <laughs> we told all, we poured all up. He said, I'm sorry and all that. Hey, we left with our tail between our legs. What a shock. shock. Are you still there? Banks refused to give us loans. Nobody helped us. Then Bishop came back to his church. He said, we don't have any help. But let's see what God can do with what we have. We gathered our pennies. And by the grace of God, we're able to buy the property. It was part of God's polishing and training. So that somehow Bishop Dagwood Mills will not depend on man, depend on banks, but look at almighty God. That is why today we we build churches without loans. Because many years, God showed us by ref- making people refuse to help us. So we can look up to God. Look at the churches that are being built all around. Being built all around without any loan. Perhaps if they had given us the loans, we would have been depending on them. We are now going for this and going other. And we'll be owing the banks. All through. God's polishing is for your good. Amen. So you can hit the target. What a word. What a can I continue preaching? Look at it. Say verse 2. And he had made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand has he hid me. And made, my, made me a polished shaft. And his quiver has he hid me. Another hiding. Another hiding. God calls you. God prepares you. God hides you. God polishes you. And then God hides you again. That is called waiting. Hallelujah. Because now. Now listen. Now. The thing has been made. Have been prepared. Shafts have been polished. The iron, the metal tip has been placed there. The thing is ready to be shot. And then the hunter will say, "Stay in the quiver. Stay here." You know, the quiver is what contains all the arrows. And it is the right of the of, of the of the hunter to choose which arrow he wants to use. You cannot say because I've been polished, I'm ready. No, the hunter now says, "Wait. When is your turn? I'll pull you out and shoot you." What a blessing. May, may you learn to wait. May you learn. That is why people break up in churches. They cannot wait. I feel I'm anointed. I've got, I feel in Bible school. I can be saved. But the man says, wait. Your right time will come. That's why churches, people break up. I'm starting my own ministry. I want to start English, international, touch ministries, diplomatic, and whatever. And so because you cannot wait. You feel that you have been polished and you must go now. But he says, wait. It's the right of the hunter. Can I talk to anybody here? Yes. There, there are five arrows in the quiver. Mm. The hunter chooses which one he wants to use. Mm. And you know how the right to say, choose me, choose me. No. The hunter chooses. Preaching. What a blessing. What a way. What a blessing. What a way. I'm so grateful to God that I'm submitted to my bishop. Mm. I'm, a, I'm, I'm like an arrow in the quiver. 
and he chooses what he said, you, yet he said, it's time to do this. And he said, I'm ready to be shot. Somebody shout amen. amen. He said, hey, Bishop Ennis, it's your time. He picks you out. You know, we, we are in the quiver and the hunter chooses what time yes. and which arrow he must use. It's not your right. It's not my right. What a blessing. What a blessing. When Bishop moved, said I should, I should go from Kodesh and come here and so on. Some people are saying, hey, what is this and so on. Later on, you know, Bishop went to preach to them. Your bishop is very wise. Later on, when people saw what God was doing with this place, God was doing with Bishop at this place and all that, he said, Bishop is very wise. Mm. You don't see the wisdom of the hunter. Mm. That is why you are rushing out. Yes. That's why you want to break off. I want to start my own ministry. I'm saying, listen, stay in the quiver and let the hunter choose you. Hallelujah. What a word. What a word. What a preacher. Am I preaching to anybody? Preaching so good. I hear what I'm saying. Yes. Be submissive to the deleting of the hunter. I know you have had training. I know you have, you have gone through challenges. I know you have been polished, but stay in the quiver until your turn comes. Hallelujah. Your turn will come. Yes. I say your turn will come. Yes. Bishop, Bishop, and I didn't go and lobby to come to, the, to this place. It was just, Bishop said, hey, this man can do something great. Let's go and take over from E.A.T. Saki and put the work forward. It was the choice of the hunter to choose which of the, which of the arrows he will use. What a blessing. Bishop said, hey, tea. He calls me tea. He wants to call me tea. You know that he's a real uh, old timer. He said, tea. It's time to do something else. I say, yes, I'm an, I'm, I'm an arrow in the quiver. Pick me up and use me anywhere you want to. Maybe submitted to your leader. Amen. Maybe submitted to God. Amen. In his quiver, as he hid me. Quiver, stay in the quiver. You know, and the thing about arrows is that when arrows, they don't just throw them away. When the hunter throws the arrow, he goes back for the arrow. Otherwise, every hunter must make 5,000 arrows. But you see, when you shoot the arrow, it goes there, hits the target, and then you go back and put the arrow back in the quiver. Wow. You see, the thing is that many people, when they are shot, they don't want to come back. Mm. That's why when people are moved from the church, they fight. Mm. Because I'm an arrow that I'm shot. I don't want to go back. Mm. But the hunter says, I need you back. Mm. I need you back. You shot, you've done what I want to do. I need you back. To do something else. I need you back to do something else. May you be flexible in the hands of the hunter. What a way. What a way. Am I preaching? You are preaching good. I said, am I preaching? preaching There are some arrows when you shoot them, they go. They change the name lighthouse to traffic lights. They change the name lighthouse to Osono, lighthouse to candlelight. Because the the arrows have been shot. I've seen it in my short life. As people have gone. And then you shoot, and it's like, I don't want to, I just want to take over. May God show us mercy. I say, May God show us mercy. May God show us mercy. May we enjoy life in the quiver. And the thing is that when the arrows are in the quiver, the the arrow is there with other arrows. They flow along. You never see arrows fighting in the quiver. So let's just stay in the quiver together. Let's enjoy life in the quiver together with one another, trusting and believing one. You see, when I hear Bishop Ennis talking, or Bishop Ennis talking, oh, it's like it's me a blessing. I don't, I, I don't see my sons. I see them as my fellow brothers. Mm. All of us are in the quiver, enjoying, admiring, I mean, encouraging one another because we are in the quiver together. Mm. What a blessing. What a blessing. Finally. You're preaching so good. Finally. Nice. Listen to what he said. The next verse. Verse 3. He says, and he said 
unto me. Thou art my servant. Hallelujah. Thou art my servant. In whom I will be glorified. Can I have an amen? Amen. Now, after the arrow, have 20 minutes. Oh, you know, but I guess God, I don't run out of word. I run out of, uh, I I just run out of time. But today, I just want to, I just want to end, be ending short. Now, I believe believe you have to pray. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Now, listen, he says that, listen to what he said. He said that, and he said to me, he said to the arrow, that he said to the shouted, he said to that night been prepared, that had been hidden, that had been waiting, that had been, he said that, listen, you are my servant, mm. O Israel, in whom I will be glorified. Hallelujah. In other words, the way I work on this arrow is going to hit the target. May your life bring your father glory. Amen. May your life, may your, may your ministry touch life. Yes. May the reason and purpose for which you have been sent be fulfilled in the name of Jesus. Amen. He said, Oh Israel, yes. in whom I'll be glorified. In other words, in other machines said that you make me happy. Mm. You make me happy. Mm. You are an arrow that will make your father happy. Hallelujah. May you be an arrow that he, the father is proud of you. Amen. That's what Paul said that I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. When I think about you, I laugh. As a pastor, the people when I think about, I just feel happy. When their names occur to me, I'm just happy. Because I see that their lives are they're doing what you want them to do. There are some people, when they sing, you're happy that they are singing. What a blessing. Look at this, this verse, she says that. He said to me, you are my dear servant, Israel, through whom I will shine. Through whom I will shine. May God shine through you and your life. May God shine through your branch. May God shine through your church. May God shine through your members. May God shine through your ministry. Through whom I will shine. God will shine through you. I say God will shine through you. Look at the NIV. He says that. He said to me, you are my servant, Israel, in whom I will display my splendor. Clap your hand for the Lord. May God display his splendor through you. Amen. May God display his glory through you. Amen. May God display his anointing through you. Amen. I see God speak anointing through Bishop Ernest. As he stands to minister. As he stands to preach. May God be glorified through your life and through yeah. the ministry. I see the hand of God being stretched in your life. May God show. Look at the NASB. New American Standard Version. It says that you are my servant Israel. In whom I will show my glory. May God show his glory. Yes. May God show his splendor. Amen. May God shine through you. Yes. God will shine through you. Amen. I say God will shine through you. Amen. Shine, Jesus shine. Fill this land with Father's glory. Spirit on fire. Flow, river flow. Flower nations with grace and mercy, send forth your word, Lord, and let there be love. Hallelujah. May God shine through you. May your light be like a shining light to the nations, to the nations, to the nations, to the nations, to the the people, to many tribes, to many families. May light be turned around because of you. People have hope because of you. May God be glorified in your life. Shout amen. Amen. Shout your loudest amen. Amen. 
have I talked to you? Have you received something to this morning? So let me just go through and then we will be praying together. And I wanted to pray this morning. And pray and pray and pray. God is taking this ministry to another level. Amen. Taking this church to another level. Amen. Taking, taking uh, Greater Love Cathedral to another level. Amen. Shout amen. amen. Taking you to another level. Amen. amen. So number one, God calls you. God calls you from your mother's womb. Calls you for long before. Long before God has called you. Bishop will tell us that when his father said to him, when he gave birth to him, he lifted him up. And he said, London, he said that God, if you want to use my son to do anything, maybe his father even didn't understand the extent of the prayer he was praying. Maybe the father didn't understand what he was saying as he lifted his little son up in the hands in London and said, this is my son, dad. Use him for anything you want to. But God heard that prayer. From the womb have I called you. From the womb have I called you. God calls you. Amen. Amen. And number two, God prepares you. Calls you and prepares you. Mm. I'm telling you, all the experiences, as you're playing the organ here, God is preparing you. Yes. Your life is not to be settled down and you must become a minister of the God. Yes. Preach the gospel and still play the instrument. But always God's preparation. Mm. All the messages you have been hearing, Ivan, oh, yes. a Sunday after Sunday, mm. sometimes I'm going, to, I'm going to preach, you come along and all, all of them are wow. preparation for you. Wow. Don't get laugh at the jokes. Don't get the bad. Soak it in. See that God preparing me. I was happy when he came and said, Bishop, I don't, I don't just want to stay as an instrumentalist. I want to be a pastor. Wow. I said, my, my, my. He has heard the call of God. Can I have an amen? amen. Because I heard you not preaching. Many mm. messages said, I don't want to settle down here. God has called you. What a word. And God prepares you. What a word. So when the preaching comes, it hits you hard. It's part of preparation. Part of preparation. Number three. God hides you. God hides. Some relationships don't work because God is hiding you. God knows that if you marry this lady, that's the end of your ministry. If you marry this man, you are finished. We'll never see you. So the man never came back. I heard about a wedding when the bride arrived. The bridegroom right arrived before the bridegroom. They waited. The bridegroom didn't come in Accra. The bridegroom, they got a call from him that he's attacked. He has run away. <laughs> what a shock. What a shock. Maybe God was even making the lady, saving it from something she doesn't yeah. know. So God says some things that we don't know. God is hiding you. Mm. I'm mm. telling you. What a and then number four, God's polishing. Mm. Polishing. Again, somebody said, Ajay again. Hey. Have you said Ajay before in life? Hey. Has anything yes. make you shout Ajay? Has anything make you cry in the night? Some of you, if your pillows can talk. If your pillows can talk, we bring your pillow to church and give your pillow microphone. The thing that your pillow, the tears your pillows have seen. But all of it is God mm. polishing you. Too much. You become humble. Mm. You become cool. Mm. You become sober. Mm. You, don't, you are not proud anymore. Say, so God, you take me through this. It also makes you be able to understand others. Yes. Because we have a high priest who can be touched. Wow. You know, if Jesus had not come and gone through all that, perhaps you will not feel the way we mm. feel. Whatever help you can be told the fin of unfair because he will also went through difficulties. He went through betrayals. He went through because if he went through all sorts of things, so that he will be able to understand us. What a word! What a word! Yeah, cool. Bible says he learned obedience mm. by the things he suffered. Mm. The things we suffer make us sober and part of God's polishing. Wow. And the next one, God's waiting. God makes you wait. So I'll keep you in the quiver. 
the right time is going to come. Somebody finished Bible school. He told his pastor that, hey, don't, don't call me without a title. Because you're a bitter and a castle. Your senior pastor, your bishop, don't call me without a title. I've been to Bible school for years. You, you didn't learn anything. That's why you're talking the way you're talking. You didn't learn anything. May you wait. I said, may you wait in the quiver. God will use you. Shout amen. And then finally, God's glorification. May you bring God glory. Amen. May God shine through you. Amen. Stand up wherever you are. Place your two hands on your head. And let's pray. In my life, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified. In my life, Lord, be glorified today. Sing it, everybody, from your house, wherever you are. In my life, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified in my life, Lord, be glorified. Can we sing it, everybody? Place your hand on your head and sing it one more time. In my life, Lord, be glorified, be glorified in my life, Lord. Church, Lord, be glorified. In this church, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified. In this church, Lord, be glorified. Time sing it in this church, Lord, be glorified. In this church, Lord, be glorified. Be glorified. Ah, I see glory coming on your life. I see glory coming on your life. I see the hand of God resting upon you. I see God working on your life. Let's sing it one more time. One more, everybody, every singing, every singing in this church. In this church, Lord, be glorified, be glorified in this church. Bye.
name. Place your two hands on your head and pray. Ask God to be glorified in your life. Yes, Lord. Ask God that you be like a servant in the quiver. Yes. Ask God, wherever God is sending you, yes, Lord. you'll be glorified. Yes, Lord. Wherever your Father is sending you, oh, yes. he'll be glorified. Yes, Lord. Lift your voice and pray right now. Yes, Lord. Oh, pray. Pray this Sunday morning. This Sunday morning, God has called you. God has called you. Nations, listen. You nations, listen. God has called me from my mother's womb. Yes, Lord. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. In the bowels of his mother, has he made a nation of you? Ah. Yes, made you a your mother's shop song. May God make your mother's shop song. May God prepare you. Yes, Lord. Prepare you. Yes, Lord. As a leader. Yes, as a leader. Yes, as a yes, leader. Lord. God is preparing yes, you. Yes, Lord. Preparing you. Yes, Lord. May you be submitted. In the name of May Jesus. May you be submitted to preparation. Yes, Lord. Rakaba Noraboshi. Pray. Pray this morning. Now listen. God's hiding. Yes. Today, nobody can see. The Bible says that except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, mm. it abides alone. Mm. What you call darkness, mm. God is calling planting. Hallelujah. What you call hiding, God mm. is calling planting. Mm. God, when the seed goes to the ground, mm. it's dark, but it's going to come out. Yes. May you be a seed planted. Amen. Planted. Yes. Pray this and say, God, thank you for hiding. Something that I've not worked in my life yes, is part of your hiding. You are hiding me. You are yes, hiding me. Oh, pray. Lord, I'm not going to run away. I'll run away from punishing. I'll not run away from punishing. I'll not run away from punishing. Polish me. Polish me. Thank you, Lord. With rebukes. Yes, Lord. Polish me. With rebukes. Polish me. With correction. Yes, Polish me. With difficulty. Polish me. It's part of your punishment. It's part of your way. It's part of your way. Polish me, O God. Work on me. I'm too crooked. I'm bent. I'm crooked. I'm not straight. But Lord, polish me. Shoot. Take out, take out all the crooked yes, parts. Chisel all the seeds out of my life. Take it out of my life. Polish me, O God. Work on me, O God. Because I need to hit my target. I need to hit my target. I said, Lord, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait. On the hunter. I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to wait. I'm not, I'm not running ahead of my shepherd. I'm willing to wait. And pray finally. Say, Lord. Let me hit my target so that you'll be glorified in yes, me. Lord. Let me fulfill my assignment. Yes. The reason for which you brought Bishop NS here, ah. let it be fulfilled. Yes. Let it be fulfilled. Yes. The reason why you are taking me somewhere to yes. work under as, as Bishop Direct, let it be fulfilled. Yes. The reason why Bishop Isaac, the reason why, the, let the reason be fulfilled. Yes. In the name of Jesus, Amen. may we stay under our leader. May we stay under the shepherd. May we stay under the hunter. May God say of you, I'm shining through you. I see God shining through you. I see God shining through you. I see God shining through you. I see the glory of God. I see the hand of God. I see the blessing of God. My servant in whom I'm glorified. Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every head closed. If you joined us in church today you joined us this morning maybe somebody invited you sent you the link 
and you joined in or maybe you joined one of our branches and you, you joined in today maybe this is your first time or second or third time today I want you to know before you are born God has called you may you respond to the call of God yes. may you open your heart to Jesus Amen. the first response is to make Jesus the Lord of your life Hallelujah. so if you can hear me wherever you are I want to pray with you when you say Bishop I need God in my life I know I'm a sinner but today, I want to respond to the call of God. I want to respond to God's invitation. Wherever you are, I want to, I want to pray with you. And I want, to, I want the whole church to join us as you pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. The Sunday morning. The Sunday morning. I open my heart to you. I open my heart to you. I receive Jesus. I receive Jesus. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Rule in my heart. Rule in my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Help me to save you. Help me to save you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. From today. From today. I am yours. I am yours. And you are mine. And you are mine. I will walk with you. I will walk with you. I will serve you. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will follow you. The rest of my life. The rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For hearing in my prayer here in my prayer thank you jesus thank you jesus for coming into my heart come into my heart from today from today i am born again i am born again i'm a child of god i am a child of god i will serve jesus i will serve jesus the rest of my life the rest of my life thank you father thank you father in jesus name in jesus name amen. Amen. amen amen well i want to invite the man of god of the for the moment the anointed servant of god Bishop NSI to come in closer. Clap your hands for Bishop NSI.